Welcome to Jay's Corner. My name is Jay O. I am a certified financial planner. I'm also the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the published book. Jay's Corner is there to try to explain how certain financial matters work, to try to help you separate the signal from the noise, so that when something changes, you're not distracted wrongly, and instead, keep your eyes on the ball, which is tough to do given the way that we are given information. There's a free and paid newsletter. Go to jo.substack.com. There are two YouTube channels, Jay's Corner, as well as Maximize Your Medicare. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you digest your podcast. Be sure to leave your comments. Let's begin. Welcome to Jay's Corner. The Medicare channel has just, uh, Maximize Your Medicare is a YouTube channel, but the reality is that that's only in Medicare. The fact is Medicare is just a financial contract. It's a specific subset of health insurance, which is also a financial contract. And you can see that this is the newsletter. It's free. There's a free and paid version, jo.substack.com. I'll have links later. People who have seen my broadcast know there's no script here today. We don't have time over here for any of that. And the urgency of today actually is quite notable. Um, <clears throat> this article was released on the 28th of February. It is by the Commonwealth Fund. And let me first start by saying this is top of class, meaning the Commonwealth Fund, Kaiser Health News, when I'm looking for updates about facts, about facts, uh, I don't I don't think there's any question. Okay, so I haven't talked to these people. I have never interacted with any of these people. I'm just saying uh, mostly by disclaimer here, right, that today is my opinion. It's not financial advice. Never is. Never is. I am qualified for persons who are clients, of course. That said, today is are just my observations about these statements. They're fair. They're, they're overall fair. I've not read it more than once, and I've only skimmed it. So you're going to see my reaction here live now. So this is the question of the challenges of choosing Medicare coverage, views from brokers and agents. So they ran a think tank, uh, a kind of a focus group amongst brokers. I was not included. Jay does not have time for uh, inclusion. I don't even remember if I'm invited. <laughs> they probably didn't want to invite me. So let's just continue here. And so this has to do with a tremendous amount of crossfire regarding marketing. Medicare beneficiaries, you know it. You turn close to 65. Your name, your month of birth is public record as well as address. And that is the reason that you get floods of mail. So again, personal opinion, I you ne have never received a piece of mail with my business logo. There's a reason for that because I refuse um, candidly speaking, these mailers look too much like something official and the unsuspecting have sent them in and to find out that their information is redistributed to many. I don't know the specifics because I'm not involved, but I know broadly speaking what the mechanics look like. So I am empathetic, sympathetic to the idea that on such an important topic that your as the Medicare population is flooded with information. People write 200 page <laughs> books with more than 100 footnotes to talk about certain aspects about understanding Medicare. Let's just continue. <clears throat> Medicare beneficiaries must weigh several trade-offs, no question. As again, Maximize Your Medicare is about the trade-offs. I find it unfortunate, an unfortunate fact that we are trying to get answers in 10 minutes. I understand that's our society. I understand we want the quick answer. This topic, the cornerstone to retirement planning, I'm probably you know running against all of the information about Social Security and the other headlines on it and income. I understand all of that. That said, candidly speaking, for me, irrespective of net worth, healthcare cost planning as we age, everyone's getting older on the planet, controlling it within the best of your financial means is vital. And this acro applies across every 
cross-section of our society. Irrespective of net worth, it's the reason one of the motivations for Maximizer Medicare is very simple, meaning that the top-of-class asset manager, you need to have certain amounts in your bank account. Top-of-class access to Medicare benefits and plans is completely independent of your balance. So as a result, you have equal access to information and expertise, candidly speaking, that you do not get in other walks of life on the most important topic. So let's just continue. I'll get a, I'll try not to stay stuff up on, on the uh, soapbox too frequently. So <clears throat> all of this is true here. Medicare Advantage provides benefits not included in traditional Medicare. The most notable eyeglass coverage as well as RFX for medical ex ex services. I think that I would also very importantly add dental here because eyeglass coverage, while not uh, insignificant, as you can see, I've had four eyes for quite a long time, but dental can be a lot more expensive than eyeglasses. And in addition to that, dental insurance is wildly misunderstood due to the fact it is not the same payout structure as health insurance. So Jay's a derivative trader by trade, put call bond derivative trader by trade. And I'm just saying that the payout structure to the hockey stick diagrams, you can go onto Jay's corner on other videos, that the fundamental structure is different in dental compared to health insurance. And then that, that number one feature is that dental insurance has a cap on the benefits you can receive. Typically $1,000, $1,500, But beyond that, you are fully responsible for the extra cost. Health insurance, if you have a billion dollars of healthcare services costs, after a certain point, the annual out-of-pocket maximum, once that has been reached, satisfied, then carrier pays 100%, you pay zero. This is a fundamental difference between the two, the source of confusion. Let's just continue. I'll try not to swerve here. So for those helping making a decision, nearly one-third of 65 or older said they turned to insurance broker or agent. I'm not going to be disputing fundamental facts here and their observations let's just presume that it's going to be right. And, and again, I've intentionally chosen Commonwealth Fund because of the fact that, as I said at the beginning, I'd regard it the high, highest, the best of class. Beneficiaries lack information, however, about brokers with winnow down plans and options when what role financial incentives might play in the advice they give. I'm going to be addressing that here. We don't have that much time. I'll try to keep it as succinct as possible. So they hired a public opinion research firm. You can see it here. I don't know them. Uh, and again, I wasn't asked. And there's going to be some way uh, they're going to tell you about their methodology. Let's just talk about the highlights. Receive higher commissions, sometimes much higher for enrolling people in Medicare Advantage plan compared to Medicare supplemental plans for traditional Medicare. So the world has changed. This is true. This is true that when you are first turning Medicare eligible, when you are switched, then at that point, turning 65, the compensation for Medicare Advantage is higher than Medigap. Now that has changed from the first edition of this book, meaning that the this statement could not have been, was not correct, years ago. It is now. The key takeaway for me to yourselves today, to the audience today, and there, I'm just going to say that today's live broadcast is unfiltered entirely. I'm going to then filter it because I'm pretty sure I'm going to make grammatic errors. But the point here is this is true, right? In the years ago, it used to not be true that Medicare Advantage paid less than Medigap. 
to producers, insurance brokers. And full disclosure, I'm a broker, right? So we have clients around the country, Hawaii to South Beach. With some variation by geographic and new enrollments versus, a, this is not some variation. I would have cha changed the word and I'm being, you know, the, the diction police here, but the, new enrollments is the key element. It is not the case. Generally speaking, you cannot say this on renewal. So let's just say you're with Medicare Advantage plan number one this year, and you change to a different carrier next year. Then this statement isn't exactly true in general. Okay, let's just continue. I'm nitpicking, but I'm nitpicking intentionally because details matter. I saw that on, on Reacher, uh, details matter. Anyway, let's continue. Brokers and agents say they tend to sell the combination to with higher incomes and Medicare Advantage plans to lower incomes. This makes entire sense. My point and my pushback on most of YouTube is the 10 minute video to say that says never this or never that. Other than the, for example, and I tell you, I'm going to use extreme examples for illustrative purposes. You're Mr. Perfect. You have 35 children. You live check to check. It makes entire sense that you accept the financial risk by enrolling in, becoming a Medicare Advantage member as opposed to paying the $150 a month, and I'm just, and I'm used a round number, so $1,800 a year for Medigap plus Medicare Advantage, plus prescription drug plan, and let's call it $20 to $30 a month. So now you're talking about $2,000 a year. My point, Maximize Your Medicare, the YouTube channel, this book is full of this central point, which is your access to Medicare for different people will be different. And that does lead to here. Now, the reason I'm called today an emergency broadcast, you know, air quotes emergency, is the fact that this article is very good about not crossing the line here. It stops. This period here, I appreciate by them, which is it is not making a judgmental statement about whether or not that is fitting for the buyer, the consumer. Because that answer is not uniform in every case. In our extremist society, black or white, always this, never that. That it can simply not be the case. I find that difficult to believe. Now, this person living check to check with 35 children, do they still need to go to Medigap? That can exist because maybe that person's not Mr. Perfect. Maybe that person lives in a location where the networks are so weak that you cannot exact, you cannot access health care providers that are required. And again, this is not a, this is not me, you know, advertising the book. But this is none of this is news, right? What it is is trying to reveal the fact that the media articles, even written by the very, very highly qualified, both the think tank as well as the special interest group or the uh, the special interest groups that ran the the study. I'm not disputing any of their background. Of course not. That would be silly. Most brokers said they would personally choose Medi traditional Medicare with Medigap, believing the combination offers better coverage and choices, particularly as people age. I can't speak to what other brokers and agents would say. That depending, is it a question? Better, 
the question is, what does better mean? <laughs> End choices, right? For me, here is where I'm going to stop, is that these are subjective adjectives. What does better mean, right? Again, every person has a different definition of what better means. Medicare Advantage, one package. Medicare Advantage, health, prescription coverage, not having to deal with two separate contracts. Depending on your location, the networks can be incredibly complete. Example, Ann Arbor, Michigan, where I'm broadcasting from today. The networks are excellent. I would I can say that. Why? And the simple practical reality, as I've explained to people in Michigan, UAW, right? And I've stated this in the past. I grew up in medical household, right? My father had to belong to networks. Period. That's it. There was there was no other practical choice. Why? All the patients were part of auto manufacturers. They, part of the UAW, they circled the wagons. Very simple. In other locations, this is not the case. So now the definition is of better now has notably changed. Notably changed. Let's continue. Because this is the guts of the real article, which is talking about the financial incentive scheme and whether or not consumers are receiving unbiased or biased information and what don't really have a feel for the financial incentives behind the scenes. This article does do a good job of broadly pointing that out. And I'm here to affirm certain cases with certain exceptions, I'm sure. Again, I can't remember because, uh, like I said, I've simply scanned it and know that the source to be credible. Alignment of beneficiaries' interests. This is sticky, okay? So there's a fiduciary responsibility by producers on what is best for them, okay? The question is here whether or not there are inherent conflicts. Let's address them here. Can be complex. Commonly, they contract with insurance that pay commissions based on beneficiary enrollment in Medi That All of that is true. So, professionally, I have to get permission from every carrier, every year, one by one in every location, which is not fun, right? I can tell you that what my July and August look like. It's clicking, meaning to, to make sure that I have understood what the, broadly speaking, what the change is to be, and then certifying that I'm up to date on certain facts. Uh, you know, that's part of my normal existence. New book coming uh, edition will be co coming next year. They're not required to contract with all available plans in the area. True. That is true. And this is nor they required to offer all plans to beneficiaries. This is weird. Because I don't fulfill my fiduciary responsibility if I just don't show it open book. So I can't, I can't speak for others. I'm going to speak for myself. That part you can have. That's why I hit, you know, broadcast quickly. Um, because yes, not required to, they are not required to contact with all available plans in the area. That is true. And I can, I can disclose to you that there are certain carriers in certain locations of the country that I choose not to uh, certify with in a particular year. They are not due to compensation in my instance. They are due to the fact that the plan is, the carrier is too new to the area. Tampa, Florida, 120 Medicare Advantage plans, thereabouts. 120. There's no possible way that I can filter all 120 uh, and then the carriers. Now, don't get that, doesn't mean there are 120 carriers, but 120 different plans. 
Beginning in 2022, nor are they required to offer all plans. The simple workaround here is, that I provide to people is, and especially when it comes to standalone prescription plans, which is certain standalone prescription plans do not compensate and do not align with brokers at all. I'm just going to tell you, and I'm going to also disclose to you, look, we don't get compensated. This is a, this is a courtesy. That's the link. On the back end, if you have a, an issue to be resolved, I also cannot address it. Fairly straightforward stuff. In addition to, <clears throat> they're not dis, they are not disclosed what proportions of in the area they sell or how their compensation differs across plants. Now this one, this is true, factually true. So not required to disclose what proportion of, this could be fixed. This could be fixed, uh, meaning that if, if required by regulation, could I be uh, required to say, okay, this is the number of Medicare Advantage plans, this is the number of prescription drug plans that exist in your location, and here's the percentage as part of a marketing call, which now has to be recorded and kept for 10 years, is that, yeah, I mean, that is possible. Maybe onerous, but possible. This one here on how compensation differs across plans. This one is probably, uh, this is true. First of all, this is true. Compensation does differ across carriers, generally speaking. There's competition involved. The carriers have a maximum limit that they can compensate me for new enrollments or renewals. There are caps. Sometimes the carriers choose to not pay the full amount. That is up to them. The takeaway number two here is that the agent and broker doesn't control it at all. I'm pure price taker here. Okay. So if you add fiduciary to this point, it is the missing conclusion here that if the agent or broker is doing and fulfilling their fiduciary responsibility completely, and that's a loaded term completely, I'm going to, that will be my last point of today's broadcast, which is that in if under the assumption that they're fulfilling their fiduciary responsibility and they're, be, and they're telling you that these are all of the plans in this area, in that order, and give you the rationale. The reality is I myself don't even know. I don't keep track. I'm, candidly speaking, far too busy to cherry pick. We are pri all I know is, uh, well, and which is not really confirmed, and I'm going to put my hand up, which is I'm not even sure it's accurate. I don't know. Literally, I'm saying, okay, the connection point worked to our accounts. Fine. I'm going to presume that it's accurate. Our business is too big for me to go and you know leaf through on a line item basis. In other words, the implication that that's the sole mode that that's the sole motivation I find flawed, incomplete. Flawed's probably too strong. Incomplete, right? Because that counterpoint is important here right? Agents, brokers don't control the level. We are price takers, not price setters. The carriers are the price setters. The CMS, they're the ones setting the cap. That's it. In addition to commissions, there are often opportunities for supplemental compensation for meeting enrollment benchmarks or carrying activities for plants such as benefit. Okay, now this is too this is two separate items, and this is very complicated. And why I can this is why I have this broadcast here because this is not just one sentence. That supplemental compensation for meeting enrollment benchmarks. This can be true. This can be true for Medigap. Medigap will provide carry uh, producers with bonuses extra compensation if they meet certain benchmarks. 
and Jay's simple explanation to the public about, and I'm giving you my perspective. I, I can't tell you about you know my counterpart, my professional counterparts. I can't, I cannot, right? I don't call them. I don't go, <laughs> like I said, I don't go to cocktail parties, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, no. So I we don't even ever talk about it because I don't talk to other people about this part of what I do. Supplemental compensation for meeting and enrollment benchmarks. Yes, so that can be true. Or carrying out activities for plans such as this is. So this innocently looks like just a second phrase. This is not as innocent. I don't believe Jay's opinion. CMS is not asking me. Carrier's not asking me. Carrying out activities for plans such as beneficiary risk assessments. This one here is true. This is true, which is that your broker, your agent, maybe let's say you enroll in Medicare Advantage Plan X. Can you then receive a follow-up in email or at the time that you are enrolling, that broker or agent could say, do you want to have this health risk health, this health risk assessment? It'll better help them tailor, you know, services to your specific needs. That is, while that can be true, there is extra compensation to producers. The answer to that is yes. Now, the reason I'm, I've slowed my pace notably here, very notably here, is because this risk assessment matter is also, I'm sorry, that's uh, my too many plugins. This risk assessment here is also the pathway by which Medicare Advantage carriers are provided extra bonus amounts on the Medicare Advantage risk adjustment. Now for that, for example, Let's just see, and that's the point of this article here. And you can understand the pregnant pause. Pregnant pause is probably inappropriate for the 65-year-old crowd, but my point here is that the reason for me slowing down is the fact that the risk adjustments is the doorway by which is this article has been written. And again, I'm again using the sources, the media sources, the information sources that I regard as top of class, meaning that I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, that person's just trying to persuade someone else, etc., etc. Objectively speaking, this is the pathway. This is also why... I have never sent a single, not one, not one email to encourage or even inform that this exists. Because you can understand, I am interested in keeping as far away from even the sniff of this. The reality is, is that this is our world. Our world is that this pathway exists and can there be fixes? Yes, there can be fixes to this. We have Supreme Court case saying that Medicare Advantage care can be clawed, can be the subject to clawbacks later. The model for which this occurs, these risk adjustments has been adjusted. That is what the incredible crossfire over the past two months of on Medicare included it. Is it perfect? My editorial comment is no, because the door, the fact is the doorway still exists. Let's continue here. So we've got a chat question. How much a year can it cost you? It's the, the penalty is 10% a year if you have not enrolled in Medicare Advantage, um, Medicare Part B on a timely basis. 10% per 12 month period. 
Most brokers may say they are paid more to enroll people. True, I've already addressed this. Some variation by geographic region. Most focus is going to be said. Higher commissions for enrolling people. <clears throat> Three times more to sell Medicare Advantage plan. Is that right? Possible. That's possible. Yeah. Finger in the air, that is possible. Even with standalone um, commission to most were much higher. So now you can understand the advertisements. Now you can understand the advertisements. And the public, I do believe, understand. And brokers and agents also said relative commissions differ for new enrollments versus renewals. True. As I reported, as I commented on earlier. The latter and more reliable for Medigap. About a tie is what I would say. And again, I don't have time, candidly speaking, to care to compare every carrier, every age group in every location. Not incorrect. A lot of times you're pushing Medicaid who want freedom, which would be a supplement plan. California broker. So I'd urge caution here. I urge caution here. Do you remember I said that in, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that freedom of choice of doctor would be supplement plan? That it can depend on where you are located. Our license, our experience in California is that, yes, network's not as great. Medicare Advantage plans in particular cities, not as broad, not as competitive as others. So from this, I urge caution, and, and the reason for today here is this, is that you, it's not wrong. It's also not complete. You can't haul this take here to every location in the country. You simply can't. What works in California for you may not be the same conversation for your cloned brother who lives in Chicago. That's just not the same because all of the Medicare Advantage plans, the carriers, even when the plan name is the same, National Carrier Plan X exists in LA and exists in Boston. They don't, the terms and conditions are not exactly the same. They aren't. They are modified specifically for the geographic location. So I, this is kind of the reason that I'm addressing this article, is that it is, it is a high-quality article. No one's disputing the source. Nevertheless, this kind of take here isn't ex exactly... All annuities are bad. Stocks outperform in the long run. You know, I swerve here because... You know, I'm an education fellow at the Alliance for Lifetime Income, and this is the battle, right? That simple overreaching generalizations just simply don't work. According to brokers and agents, the commission structure incentivized the plan charging high premiums. I don't agree with this. And, and the reason I don't agree with this is because... Uh, my number one motivation is for clients to be with our practice forever. And the only way we are able to do that is to make sure they are on razor's edge of price and efficiency. That we've explained what they're doing. Some people have taken, some people have gone overboard to try to explain the differences between Medigap and Medicare Advantage. But the idea that the money would be charging high commission premiums, I, again, I can't speak for others. I can tell you that I don't need the incentivized trip to St. Thomas. I've been there on my own dole. Do they exist? The answer to that is yes. Again, I can't talk about others in this instance on this matter. Most beneficiaries choose higher premium plans. That's because they value the peace of mind knowing... That, okay, so this is true... So in Maximize Your Medicare, I'm basically telling you this. 
and I'm going to boil it down to this, which is that if you look on YouTube and type in Medicare, you'll see Medicare versus Medicare Advantage versus Medigap times basically, a, I don't know, 300 videos. I'm probably low there. Right? When you are choosing Medigap, you are choosing not the cost. You are choosing the contract. That contract is standardized and grandfathered. Those are the two words I've used to describe Medigap in this book since 2013. It is not price. It is the fact that there is no doubt about what is covered and to what degree year after year. That's the case. But for beneficiaries on a tight budget, it may make more sense to have K or L, the feature cost sharings, but low premiums and limits out of pocket payments. Maybe. And this is the reason I, I am slow here again, which is K and L are not fully complete. That is true. This, this article seems to say, seems to say that, hey, K and L may be better. This is the website to maximize your Medicare. We have this tab here. Down here, we've got the grid. And the issue here is, yes, K&L do have an out-of-pocket maximum as, as detailed down here. That said, when I add up the dollars here, the issue here is this out-of-pocket maximum limit, 62.20, for example. In, and this is a, I'm going to make this point here. Medicare Advantage premium here is zero. So you're paying a non-zero number here and you're subject to this plus the administration, right? You've got to know, okay, am I getting charged the 50% for every line item? In other words, part of the stability and that I've talked about when I talk about Medigap, the re another reason which is omitted from this language, oops, we'll get to that later, but the one of this, which is omitted here, it's a notable omission, which is that part of Medigap is, the, is not only that piece of my knowing all, that actually is not how I would describe it. I would have described it due to the fact that it's standardized and grandfathered. The reason that this K and L I don't agree with here is because part of it is due to the fact that when you're on plan G, plan N, there's no administering this 50%. There's no administering or having counters out for 6,200. For me, when I'm comparing these different plans to and to presenting to, to prospects, clients, existing clients, they're asking me questions. They're saying, I saw some video, I saw some hot take. What do you think? I'm telling them about the fact that actually the feature is standardized and grandfathered. Meaning, right to the intro of today, when I'm saying health insurance, financial contract, we're assessing financial contract. Not necessarily, and from there, you get a price, and then does the person, is that price appropriate for the household situation? Such lower premium plan, usually prior for low fees. So, <clears throat> that's true. But one I will offer ready to climb is which is a high deductible plan. So can be true, not full, but can be true. Again, because of the fact that we're also talking about the administration here. I've been asked this by no, by by the very well educated. Why would I choose a high deductible plan? You could say on one hand that it's that the motivation is true to the fact of the lower premiums and therefore the lower commissions that is one certain that is certainly undisputably the case that is not the complete issue for me because my counter here is because i don't want old persons i don't want an 85 year old person to count the 50 percent to count whether or not they've hit the out-of-pocket maximum oh yeah by the way in many locations this 6200 is higher than Medicare Advantage out-of-pocket maximum, even for PPO. So again, we are talking about payouts 
if you require health care services. Commissions for standalone premiums were viewed as too low and not worth the time, creating problems for beneficiaries. I, uh, yes, this is true. I don't, that's not me, but it's true. The reality is, is it cumbersome? Yes. Do we handle it anyway? Yes. And if it happens to be, it's a carrier that does not play, if you will, with brokers and compensate us, that's our commercial risk. It doesn't matter to us, to be candid. It's far more important that client is there, our client, our captive client, so that we could get onto our other topics here, <laughs> sitting here on Jay's corner, right? Medicare is just one of a long list of topics. <clears throat> this then happens, unfortunately, which is that because of that, some persons are not informed that Medicare Part D has the late enrollment penalty and it has, it has these lapses at precisely the wrong time. That's true. I'd address this. This is the New York Times article. So let's continue here. True. Quite true. Bonus payments for, it's not the insurer. Uh, so substantial bonus of, I think there are 20 policies within a three month period. This would be Medigap. Selection of Medicare cover, Medicare coverage brokers on solid plan. They said they offer quickly answer their questions on feedback. Okay, <clears throat> I have made some points and I've stopped there at the line because it's over the line, right? I'm just gonna say I still don't choose. Not all Medigap. I said that the plans are Medigap is standardized grandfathered. Those are true. I stopped well short of saying, then I just choose based on price. There can be reasons here. This looks like negative. This reads with a negative connotation here. It's not. This, this is actually a reasonable reason for a broker agent to recommend one Medigap carrier, one Medicare Advantage carrier compared to another. There are certain carriers, Medigap carriers, where the administration on the back end is unworkable. I'm not going to name who they are. That is for our clients. There are certain lines here in the sand that's well over that line. I'm just going to say there are certain carriers that if there's an administrative issue, that unwinding the issue, getting to the bottom of that issue, is so onerous that one experience of it is enough to say we don't need that carrier. Why? Because from a price perspective, that is a tie. So why am I going to choose this carrier and not that carrier on a tie when I know that that carrier is terrible on administration? That if my client calls the calls the insurance carrier, they're left on death hold and they get bounced around to 30 different departments. That happens with specific carriers. I'm stating that out loud today. Again, I'm not going to tell you who they are. I know who they are. I've got Santa's list. I've made a list and checked it twice. And yes, that carrier is naughty. That's a reason. Why? Because that carrier is also not cheaper. So why am I paying more for more onerous at the other end if we have a problem? So that is good. That candidly is the broker agent doing their job. This text doesn't read that way. Broker agent decide which plan to fill their portfolios, even if it limits. Uh, this one I don't. I I don't know. For me, this is a stretch. That's my opinion. Required to search a number of plans to disclose them. Um, if somebody want, I cut it to the chase. If somebody wants to get the reports from us on the 116, 120 plans in Hillsborough County, Pinellas County, you know, Pasco County, which are the counties that surround the uh, Tampa area. Yeah. And then <clears throat> they can do so in numeric order. 
you're going to broker in order to get their filtering. And now I'm in the interest of time here. Are we almost to the end? We're not close to the end, but in the interest of this is most of it. That you're going to fully qualified broker or agent in order to help you with the filtering. So you can take my comments today. I'm not going to detract. I'm certainly not retracting any of them. I can only tell you what our practice is. I'm going to, I've also pointed out which of these statements I wouldn't, don't want to leave with the, with the extra implications. When I present in public, which is well over a hundred times now, I swerve out of my way to say, look, I'm going to speak up to the period. I'm not going over that period that our society has taken and says, okay, he said this, he must have meant that. No. And here I'm trying to address the fact that some of these sentences here are true by the highly qualified, but some of them leave people, may leave people with the wrong messaging. Brokers, and let's just continue, sell the combination. This makes sense. As I said, you're Mr. Perfect. You have 35 children. You live on Social Security alone. Your person where the extra money means food. This makes entirely a sense. You accept the risk of Medicare Advantage and the fact that you could hit the out-of-pocket maximum. Candidly speaking, you'll, you'll see, uh, um, I, I said, Two of the bit, the biggest and best here for health, when it comes to healthcare costs and health insurance policies, is Commonwealth Kaiser. Kaiser has an article many times to say that when you're on Medicare Advantage, it costs more if you're hospitalized. That is true. If you're inpatient hospitalized, that you are very likely to hit the out-of-pocket maximum. That's true. But what other people have done with that statement is say. See, this is evidence to say that Medicare Advantage is more expensive. Yeah, that's true in that year under the assumption that that's the only year that you're alive. Every commentary leaves that last clause that I just said out. And I'm going to leave it to you here to tell you about how complicated it is. So... This here is EBRI. Um, this is getting the headlines now. As I said, the crossfire under Medicare in over the two months has been stunning. I'm exhausted from just reading this stuff. This is the big numbers here is about you know how much you need to have saved with to have 50% chance and to 90% chance here. Uh, and then here's the couple, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Buried by the media. Buried by the media is the following, is this is the same person under Medicare Advantage 96, 96 versus 196, right, versus 166. And I'm slowing and being this quiet intentionally, right? There's a place here. This 96 versus 16. Here it is. To have a 90% chance of meeting, 166. Under Medicare Advantage, that same person. <clears throat> under Medicare Advantage, and here it is. He would need to have 96. Now, $70,000 is a lot of money. $70,000 to a person who lives check to check is life-changing money. So there's my last takeaway here, which is that I'm not going to tell you it's going to get easier. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, these are all true and obvious. This, is not, this should not be news. Um, which is that this difference here 
the media has buried the lead. That I understand that, yes, you need lots of money in order to save for health and health care costs as we age. Over time, true. Under the presumption you're alive, true. What they did not say, however, that there are paths where someone saves $70,000 to have a 90% chance of, of, of covering their health care costs in retirement for a 65-year-old male. In the interest of time, <laughs> like I said, I've talked at this pace for 52 minutes. You can imagine. Fully blown. Could this be three hours? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, last point here, which is if you're on Medicaid and Medicare, uh, both for dual eligible crowd, there are special Medicare Advantage plans that address everyone. All of what Medicaid covers plus extra benefits. Those extra benefits are thousands of dollars a year. And again, to the population who needs it most. There's reason that we are suggesting special needs plans to those people who are duly eligible. All the ways to follow are here at the bottom of this text. They're not populated now because like I said, I don't have time for the full preparation and gloss of production and editing. <laughs> we'll see when the, when, the, when the glossed up version is existing. I'm Jay, I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare. MaximizeYourMedicare.com protectedincome.org for persons who need insight on other financial aspects to through retirement. jo.substack.com, tons of free resources for persons who need information. And I'll stop by saying, I won't be here for, if you're naysaying uh, Rihanna during the halftime show. Self-made billionaire. She's, she's earned the right.